Welcome to WLER Radio, the Lost Exploration Podcast. A podcast devoted to theories, spoilers, speculation, and anything else lost. Hello and welcome to WLER Radio, the Lost Exploration Podcast. This will be the second edition. Um, we should have got a shout-out last fortnight, but I accidentally deleted it. So sorry about that. And my name is Luke Brown, and I'm joined today by Jordan. And we're now posting our episodes at losty.net, which is a great site. You can watch Lost episodes there as well as discuss them. So check that out, losty.net. We will also be taking some theories from there, since no one's going to post on our board. So without further ado, let's get into the show. So the first episode, we have four episodes to discuss this week. The first episode to discuss is episode 15, Left Behind. So, um, we had obviously Cassidy and Kate. They met up, and that's obviously an indirect link to Sawyer. So that links back to my character crossover theory where all characters have bumped into each other, either directly or indirectly. And there's a few instances of this. We have Desmond and Jack, and a real conversation took place then, which is one of the only times, and it was quite lengthy. Obviously, that was when Desmond... No, when Jack... Either Jack or Desmond, one of them sprained their ankle. Jack, that's a thought. Okay, we have... Then we have the Jin and Hurley link where um, Jin was doing some work for Mr. Paik, and he saw Hurley... Well, Hurley was on TV in the background on the news because he won the lottery. Jack and Sawyer. Sawyer smashes into Jack's car. It's Jack's dad's car, but... Um, I don't know about that. No, it was... Okay. Well, Jack's dad's car... Jack's car... Again either directly or indirectly related. Then we had Shannon and Saeed's bag. She was, she said to the guy in the airport that that was um, filled with bomb, with a bomb or something. And are there any others that you can think of to hand? Well, um, I've read this, that in the apartment, in Locke's apartment in The Man from Tallahassee, Expose was playing on the. Te- he was watching it on the telly, and Locke um, met Nadia. Is it Nadia? Yeah, um, when they when she he was doing when, the home inspection. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Okay, um, we have a couple of responses to this on Losty.net, so let's take a look at these. Okay, so we have a response from Alfred137 on Losty.net. Lost plays around a lot with the six-degree theory that states that everyone knows everyone by a measure of up to six people. What does this mean? That I know someone who knows 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 you. Interesting theory. Yeah, that's a, um, a rather interesting theory. It certainly seems very plausible to me. Oh, it's just struck me. Um, obviously, we forgot. 
that Jack and Claire both share Christian as a father. Now, if you want a list of all the connections, there's a great site. Go to survivorconnections.blogspot.com, and this is part of the dark UFO setup. Okay, now the next topic of discussion that we've got here is about um, the real Sawyer. Now, originally we were thinking that the real Sawyer would have to be Cooper, but I think since we've seen um, the last few episodes, the kind of um, angle that we've been looking at this has changed. So have you got any comments on that? Yeah, I I thought this first started off thinking that it had to be Cooper, and that was why he was on the island. But then again, in the sneak peek that we'll show later for episode 19, um, it says that Locke kidnapped Ben. Or we think he kidnapped Ben. And he tortured and humiliated Sawyer. And that could be Ben, but it could also be Cooper. So it could be either of them. Or it could be someone completely different. Well, at the moment, I'm thinking um, it's actually Ben. And the others have proven themselves to be pretty good con artists. Um, Obviously, notably Ben for that. So it could be Ben. I don't think that you really think that. What exactly did the real Sawyer do? I think he slept with Sawyer's mother. Yeah. And conned his family out of a lot of money. Okay, so moving on to the next topic on our agenda. Um, the monster and Juliet. So we saw the monster and it kind of flashed a bright light at Juliet. And my theory is that it saw that she was another and then just took off because the monster's pre-programmed to leave the others alone. Okay, so what do you think on about this? Well, I, d- I was wondering what the point of building a security fence would be if... if if it was pre-programmed to not to attack the others. Well, it doesn't matter because the Dharma Initiative built the security fence for the Dharma Initiative barracks because we saw that on the map. Um, if you remember that map that was on, and it had the but barracks written exactly on it. how could the others make it pre-programmed not to attack the others? Maybe they built the smoke monster. Maybe the well, smoke monster... Why did the Dharma Initiative build a security fence... For a monster that they didn't... They didn't been built build yet. it for the monster. They built it for any intruders. Yeah, it was a coincidence. It just doesn't like their fence, isn't it? Well, yeah, but... It, nothing... Apparently nothing likes their fence at the moment, so... Well, I think that um, the fence... Moving on to the fence. Well, moving on to the security fence, I think that what it does to the smoke monster, because it's this ultrasonic beam... It actually kind of screws up the monster's sense of direction and its mechanics inside. So it kind of gets a little confused and, if you like, dizzy. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, that sounds quite possible. Okay, the last kind of point on um, our agenda here is where has Locke gone with the others? Now, even though we've seen three more episodes since episode 15, we still don't know. Anyway, I think we both think that he's the others um, have gone with Locke to the Hydra station. I, no, I really don't think so. You don't know? No, because how, can, how could Locke have got 
to see Sawyer if they've got no submarine. What did they do? Swim? Desmond's boat. Didn't think about that. They captured no, the boat. No, I didn't think about that. They did capture but, Desmond's but sailboat. Locke said that he snuck away from them, and I don't think he did. Well, maybe he's working with them now. Locke doesn't seem a sailing type. Well, yeah, but the others obviously can sail, so maybe they took him back, and it's all part of Ben's plans. Yeah. And maybe Locke has come to pick up Juliet after these amount of days. Yeah, that hasn't been a week yet. Almost, it might be by next time. No, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think anyway. Right, moving swiftly on. Okay, we're doing episode 16 now, which was entitled One of Us. Yeah, well, Claire got ill, and but Juliet fixed it. Apparently. No, you need it. <laughs> Juliet fixed it, apparently, but... At the end of the episode, we found out there was actually an implant activated by Ben. Now, maybe when Juliet went to collect the um, medicine, it had a tracking device built in, and then Ben turned off the implant. Or maybe the actual serum did deactivate the implant. Maybe um, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Right, then. Juliet's flashbacks. Oh, I I thought these flashbacks were pretty cool with the man from the fertility industry. Um, yeah, they were very good. Um, there was one, yeah, because when they were in the fertility industry, he, um, Ethan said to Juliet. No, the other guy said to Juliet, you've got to drink this because the trip will be intense. And then um, she goes on for a bit and then she just downs the whole thing at once. And Ethan says, you probably shouldn't have had that, <laughs> all that. And then she passes out. I thought that was pretty good. And then we get the one where they were in the submarine. And she walked out the submarine and met Ben. And that was kind of cool. Yeah, we saw Mikel again. And he was in the lit, the flame, and we saw he was watching the news. He was watching Flight 815 and the information. So that's how I think they got the information about all the castaways. Well, yeah, it seemed that they had someone working on the outside who was feeding them the information, obviously through these satellite uplinks. But I was just wondering how how do they get the information when you have to be in the police or high up to get people's information? It's unlikely their entire biography's gonna be on the internet unless it's Charlie or maybe even Hurley. Well, obviously, this person who works outside must have some high clearance. I would have thought. Yeah, and people are talking about maybe something to do with the government. How do you mean? Um, the government have got all the information and they're working with the others, or Dharma, or both. I'm not sure about that, to be honest. Seems a bit far-fetched that it's all a big government conspiracy. These all come from the wonderful people at Losty. Yeah, the, did Rachel really have her cancer killed by Jacob? 
Was it Jacob or was it Ben? It was Jacob. Yes, it was Jacob. Um, or has she still got it and it, has she got very few months to live? Or has Ben lied? Or Ben seems to be on a telling the truth streak at the moment, so maybe he is telling the truth and she is. But that was a flashback, so... Yeah. Well, I'm thinking that it's certainly possible they could have if he's like a god to the others, which brings me on to my theory, but I think I'm, I think that might be put elsewhere, so I'm not going to talk about that too much right now. Is that about it for episode 16, I think? Yeah. Right then, we'll move on to 17, which was entitled Catch-22. Flashbacks were rubbish for this one. The flashbacks were absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so we had um, only because it's Desmond. Yes, I am a huge fan of Desmond. Right, Desmond was okay. This him being a monk, yeah, a bit ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I still thought it was good. That's where he got his brother thing from. No, it's not. Cause yeah, it must be. No, because brother. Well, I was good at brother being... Desmond. It's before, and now he says after. Yeah, he was calling everyone brother. No, when but he was, he was calling the brother's brother. So he's got into it, and he's a bit strange. Okay, if you is. say so, brother. Um. Anyway, we had these flashbacks of Desmond being a monk, and unfortunately, I didn't notice until the second watching, because I watch it first um, online, and then I go to watch it on Sky One on the Wednesday before the next episode. Anyway, I noticed that the amount of wine cases being produced by the monastery was 108 a year, which is obviously all the numbers, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, added up together. When did monasteries make, start making wine? I have no idea. And when did monks start drinking wine? <laughs> and when did mon- monks start supporting Celtic United? United? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Um, and then, obviously, this is how Desmond met Penny. Which was kind of a cool link there. He he went, um, he fasted for a month, didn't he? No, he went without talking. Okay, so I think we can move on here. So we then saw Charlie getting an arrow in the neck. And then it was later revealed that he got an arrow in the neck of his guitar. Oh, that brings me to that funny bit. Funny where, bit. where Jen was... Telling the ghost story, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant. Okay. Um, I can't remember much about Catch-22. Because you didn't like it? No. Right, we have some theories about Naomi, which is the name of the woman in the helicopter. We can't... Well, we could, because that hasn't been revealed to us. No, but it was on some spoilers... Um, so that's the name that we, we've we been given through spoilers. Anyhow, we're going to look at some theories on Losty.net. Um, I started a topic about it, so I'll read out my post. I think it's obvious that this woman, I think, or heard in a podcast that she was called Naomi, and I'll refer to her as such for the duration of this post. Um, I think she was hired by Penny to seek out Desmond. When Penny got the call from the Portuguese guys in the Arctic Post, she called up Naomi and said, It's time. Naomi reached the island, entering through the coordinates that Ben told Michael to exit from. But her chopper was either running badly due to the electromagnetism that had been dispersed into the area, 
or that she had just run out of fuel after trying to find the right spot to get into the island. I thought it was quite funny when the helicopter fell into the sea. Yeah, well, I think that it probably took off from that Arctic station, which I think was called the they called it the listening post, where those Portuguese guys were at the end of season two. I thought it was Russian. Well, I thought it was Russian at the beginning, but it was confirmed that it was Portuguese after. Well, it could be Russia and Portuguese in Russia. Okay, um, so we also saw that she was wearing this suit, and there's a post here. It looks like a spaceman. By, yeah, there's a post <laughs> here by Cat, and here it is. That suit she had on was like, a fight, was like what fighter pilots wear. Like because of high altitude or speed. I'm no expert, but what I'm trying to say is that you don't have that on normally if you're in a helicopter. I don't know what significance it has, but there is definitely something going on with access to and from the island. So it must mean something, mustn't it? Well, what if she just... What if they run out of suits down at the listening station and she thought, oh, I'll either go in naked or... I'll no. <laughs> so... Well, I think that it was to protect her in case there was another crash. On the electromagnetism. Well, yes, in case there was another crash, like 8.15, so just to be on the safe side. Because obviously if there's a huge electromagnetic um, energy and there's a metal helicopter, it's not going to be good, is it? I think that's pretty much it for episode, what was that, 17, Catch-22. So we're now going to move on to episode 18, DOC, which stands for Date of Conception. The flashbacks were obviously Sun and Jin's. And I think the opening flashback was when Sun meets a woman and it's revealed that Jin's mother is a prostitute. And she says, what would that do to your reputation if it came out that it, his mother was a prostitute? And obviously Sun didn't only realise then that Jin's father was still alive. So he goes to see her, and they have a quite boring conversation. And, but the woman says that Sun has to pay her a hundred thousand pounds. hundred thousand dollars. Dollars? Fifty thousand pounds-ish. Or oh, two English. <laughs> oh, or she'll tell people... And so Sun asked Mr. Paik and Her for father. money, and then Jin finds out and tells her to give it back. And then, well, no, he doesn't find out that it's for no, his mother. He because yeah. he doesn't even know his mother is alive. He thinks it's for furniture and a honeymoon. Yeah, that's what Sun lied. Um, continue. And so. Jin now owes Mr. Peck a hundred thousand dollars. Fifty thousand pounds. <laughs> American people do use losty. Yes, but so we've done both. Let's do quite a lot of nationalities. Well, right, we we get our currency converter and read off every <laughs> single currency. <laughs> yep, including <laughs> Yugoslavian. <laughs> <laughs> no offence to any Yugoslavian people out there. 
I think Yugoslavia actually exists as a country anymore, doesn't it? It's the no. Republic of... Former Yugoslavic Republic of Macedonia. Okay, you're clued up on this. I'm not. <laughs> right then, we... Um... That must be a bit harsh on Macedonia, being a former of Yugoslavia. Why couldn't they just be called Macedonia? <laughs> right then, we're going to move swiftly on to the part which I am extremely pleased about. Mikhail. Now, he is alive! And that refers back to my theory. And I don't know if you heard my theory on this. I think you must have. That Mikhail would be alive. And he was. So that's probably one of the most theories. One of the first theories that has ever actually come correct. I'm really (laughs) excited about it. And I posted this at Losty. You read it off a spoiler, didn't you? I did not read it off a spoiler. I can swear (laughs) solemnly on my life here. Um, I, I did told not you, read that. In a podcast, I said, and for episode 17, the car sitting is Mikkel, so he must be alive. I um, doubt he's going to be in a Desmond flashback. Well, you didn't tell me that because I posted this. And he deleted the podcast on purpose because he... No. <laughs> Honestly, I swear on my life, if you listen to the Your Theories About Lost podcast, you'll hear me talking about that a few weeks ago, so that's proof. Yeah, a few weeks after I well, read it out. No, it wasn't. It was... Three weeks ago, the first episode we ever did of Your Theories About Lost could either be... No, I think it might even be a month ago. Um, the podcast we did was two weeks ago, proving that my theory is correct. Don't ruin my five, 15 minutes of fame. Um, <laughs> so. Um, so I was thinking that he stayed alive using some kind of blood, pla- blood pack or something to... Get the blood coming out of the ears. And anyone can throw up a bit of spit, can't they? Really. And just so it'd be convincing. But it could now be... I've gone on to say about this theory, and there's another theory... Which I've posted on Losty. And this is in a different thread. And... I'll read this post out to you. So here that is. I've had a thought... Right now, I see three possibilities. The first is that the others all have an implant to make them immune to the sonic weapon fence. Mikhail had a blood pack on him, which would be rigged to release false blood from his ears and would create some froth, and he would create some froth from his mouth, so it would be a convincing act. Wasn't he not breathing? Oh, you couldn't confirm that from that. You can't see if he's breathing or not. It looked like he was breathing. But, I mean, he is an actor, so he has to breathe. Generally. Right. Um, moving on with the post. The second possibility is that the fence is just a stunning device, not a killing device. It makes you bleed a little and spit up a bit of throth before you pass out for about 20 minutes. And you have a brain hemorrhage. The fence is a stunning device, not a killing device. It makes you bleed a little and spit up throth before you pass out for about 20 minutes. It'd work in a similar way for those who watch Stargate SU-1 to the stun on a zap gun. Okay, the third option, the um, third possibility in my mind that we have here, is that Mikhail has regenerative properties and cannot be killed. And this is why he was placed in the most important station on the island, the flame, the only place that the others could communicate with the outside world. No, I doubt that. No, I think so. It's, no. it's possible. Well, it's part of the three possibilities. I'm not sure... 
I think there's a more important station on the island. No, because communication with the outside world's like prime. Yeah, but they don't have that. That's why he tried to steal the sat phone because it's so important. He had to resort to stealing from people who are below them. Yeah, Mikkel's an awful character. He needs to die. He's the best character, thank you. He needs to die. Anyway, we have a. I was happy when he died. We have a response. He didn't die. We okay. have a response by Ligiham. I think that's how you pronounce it. So um, I'm sorry if that's not how you pronounce it. I'm going to read that out now. I thought about this, and I think that the fence is meant to kill, because if it wasn't, why would it spit you to the other side like it did Patchy? Then the fence would be pointless, because you can get to the other side. It just saps you a bit. I thought his act was a bit too convincing to be fake. So what I think is that because the fence is old, it's not as strong as it used to be, and so when Patchy was pushed into it, it fried him but didn't kill him, just left him, left him close to death. And because of the island's healing powers, he had a fairly quick recovery. I've responded to this, and I put, Well, that makes more sense than my theory, but I like my theory and I'm sticking to it. In addition, perhaps the fence alerts a station whenever it zaps anything, so if a person fell onto the other side, they could quickly come and grab them. Thinking about it further, the others may have modified the fence to do this, so it doesn't just ki- so it doesn't kill, just stun. And then if there was anyone who was special, they could grab them quickly and take them away. Okay, so moving on to the next kind of thing. Why did Mikhail, um save Naomi's life? Now, I'm wondering if Naomi could be another undercover, although I'm not really... I don't actually think that. Just a thought. What do you think? Maybe Mikhail's going off to die and he wanted to do something nice. What, before he died? Yeah. I hope he dies. We've got to talk about the cliffhanger now. I was shocked by this cliffhanger. Unfortunately, I read on the spoiler section that it was going to happen, but it, it still shocked me so much. I, I I knew it was coming, but it still shocked me to the bone. Yes, not me. How, how did that not shock you? Because I'd already read it. I knew I knew it was coming. It was... Yeah, but I wasn't. Even, I wasn't that shocked when I read it. Well, I was shocked when it actually happened. Why? Because it's kind of something so big. Yeah, yeah, but I knew that it was definitely happening at the very happening at the very end of the episode. At that point, after which it, it, the lost screen goes and fades out to the credits. So. Anyway, purgatory. It's not. It's been confirmed that the lost island is still not purgatory. Carson Coos and Damon Lindelof confirmed that in so many podcasts. It's unbelievable. I think. They don't think that we got the picture. So, are they dead? No, they're not dead. That's also been confirmed in a podcast by Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof. So, that leaves us with very little other options. Well, obviously, I think that it's clear as mud that the others placed some false wreckage um, so any rescuers would find that and assume that... I thought it was really good that someone else apart from Jack, Locke and Syed received big shocking news. The fact that yeah. it was Hurley. Yeah. Well, anyway, the others, I think the others placed um, no, false wreckage in the outside world in the event that someone would come and 
like a rescue party looking for them, and so they wouldn't find the island. Did you know that? In I'm not even going to try and say it. Episode 19 of season 1, when Boone's on the radio just before he falls on uh, the plane, when he says, we're the survivors of Flight 815, it was a wishingness to say there were no survivors of Flight 815, but for some reason they changed it. It wasn't going to be Bernard on the end. Random thought there, but just... Oh, you're talking about, um... Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Still pondering on that. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Sun is going to die. No, she's not. (laughs) She is. She is not. Obviously, they've got the serum. They can do stuff about it. Sun is not going to... She's too much of a main character. She's not. Nobody cares about her. Oh, really, her flashbacks really, really. are so annoying. She's the only one who I speaks lo- English. She's the only one who can translate lo- for Jin. If the, if she is going to die, then Jin's got to die as well. I, I, during episodes, during flashbacks, because most flashbacks are boring. Why are there flashbacks? Yeah. I like to listen to it, but do other things. But with this one, I can't listen to it, because it's all in Korean. Right, well... Actually, Sun could die, because they've confirmed that there's going to be five deaths before the season ends. Yeah. Which is in three episodes, so that's... No, actually, it's got five more hours of season three. No, we haven't. Three we more. Have. Three more. There were five. We got three episode 19, episodes. episode 20, episode 21, and then episode 22 and 23. Well, it's not five hours. Yes, it is. Okay, well, well, it's, it's not five hours, because each episode is 45 minutes... Due to commercial breaks, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's actually 42 42 minutes. 42 minutes to 43 minutes. It changes on a weekly basis. Anyway, we've got to discuss dates on this pregnancy because it said that it was... On the island. Not sure what dates or what the day was. But on that day was a day that soon revealed to everyone that she spoke English. And Jin wasn't talking to her then. Um, and I they don't weren't know living about to each other. I don't know about that. Yeah, I read it off Wikipedia. Can't confirm. Lo- not Wikipedia's Wikipedia. Ed- Edible Lost-pedia. by anyone. Lostpedia. Okay, um, I can't confirm that. Yeah, well, I can. Anyway. Yeah, um, no, they're saying. Yeah, why did she get pregnant? She's a Dharma condom. It's common sense, isn't it? Anyway, go ahead. I wonder why I do podcasts with you. Yes. <laughs> I still, th- I still think it's not Jin's. It hasn't been confirmed. I mean, she could have had sex with someone on the island, but not realised it. How? <laughs> not exactly sure. Okay, I'm slightly freaked out now. Well, with that, I think we can move on to next week on Last. So, finally, we have some previews. Next Wednesday. We keep her safe. She's our way off this island. We have to tell Jack. Do you trust Jack? We don't yet. I snuck into Ben's tent and kidnapped him. And I want you to kill him. Tell me the truth. Why me? Because ah! I can't! An all-new Lost. Next Wednesday at 10, 9 central, only on ABC. And catch up anytime at abc.com. Okay, so those were some good previews there. Very good. 
Um, what do you think? They're all right. Well, we learned all that about Locke and him that he kidnapped Ben. Well, it could be Cooper. We're not entirely sure. It could be someone completely different. Like, cause Ben could be gay. And he could but, be with someone. But he says with Tom. He said Ben. No, but it's a Ben's tent. But Ben's gay, so he was probably sharing a tent with someone else. No, but Locke said he kidnapped Ben. No, he kidnapped kidnapped him. He snuck into Ben's tent and kidnapped him. Oh, it could be him. It could be him. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Wow. Okay, that is interesting. Very interesting. It could be anyone then. Well, that about wraps up our discussion in this episode. So check back in two weeks' time. We should have another one up. We might not because this one. I won't have deleted this one. Um. We might not get an episode out next fortnight, because we've got quite a lot going on. So thanks for listening. Check out the website at lostexploration.com. Call the voicemail at 267-276-1408. And check out Losty at losty.net. Also, check out the Lost Theories Network by typing in Lost Theories Network in iTunes, or going to feeds.feedburner.com forward slash... LTN underscore KLST 108. Check out the Your Theories About Lost podcast at yourtheories.com and check out the Lost Fantasy game at playwithtv.com forward slash lost. Check out the Black Rock Lost podcast at theblackrock.org. Until next time, stay lost. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Lost Exploration Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. In the meantime, please check out the website at lostexploration.com. You can also call the voicemail at 267-276-1408. And of course, you can email Luke at luke at lostexploration.com. Thank you, and check back soon.